buzzed to death, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and then all this rumour went round. If you got stung by, like, six wasps, it's enough to kill you. <laughs> Probably will kill you, because you're small, so the sting will be more potent. Welcome. We are Neil, Luke and Dave. 340-somethings reminiscing on the runners and riders of 90s guitar music. We look at the bands who soundtracked our youth on both sides of the pond and interview some of our heroes from the bands that defined a generation. You'll hear about the good, the bad and the ugly of 90s guitar music. This podcast is stupid and contagious. Hello and welcome to episode 25. That's a quarter of a way to 100. Episode 25 of the Stupid and Contagious podcast. Wang number five. A delayed wang. Uh, we were supposed to do this wang last week, but obviously we slotted old Rick from Shed 7 in. It's gone down well. Got some new followers, which is nice. So... Happy days. Feel free to say something at any point or I could just chat to myself <laughs> for the next hour. So we're well on the way to becoming the uh, most listened to podcast in the world. Yeah. Uh, How has that been measured? I mean, it probably is if we narrow it down to, to categories, right? Most listened to 90s guitar music podcast featuring three people. Not even then, I don't think. In different countries. Three people who went to Seaford Ed. Oh. <laughs> probably yeah. even then we're probably yeah. not. I don't know, man. There's probably a couple of people out there doing better than us. <laughs> They're probably doing like a fucking Robot Wars podcast or something like that, right? But there is a a really successful YouTuber, I think, from Seaford Ed. Theo Beck, yeah, he, he does football podcasts and oh, really? Uh, YouTube, yeah, yeah. How? Uh, how many how many years above or below is he then? To us? I think it's about ten years below us. So I think he almost made it as a footballer, but got injured right. and then did this instead. Cool. Oh, fucking hell! There you go. Does he wear a jerkin though? He wears a jerkin. That's it. We're the most number one jerkin wearing podcast. That's it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like Steve Bannon, he he wears kind of jerkin like things, doesn't he? He wears two shirts always, and he sometimes wears like a jerking thing, I think. Why would you wear two shirts? That's his thing. One is a sweat catcher. Yeah. yeah. Can't double collar, can you? You can if you're Steve Bannon. Can't double hood either. I hate that. I can't do it. So anyway, yeah, last week's episode went down went down well. Got, yeah, like I said, we've got some new listeners, which is good. It's all it's growing nicely, so thank you. Let's just keep going, sharing it with your mates. So, yeah, if you are watching this, be sure to subscribe to the channel, give it a like, leave us a comment below. And if you're listening, review, rate, do all that sort of stuff. It all helps us get this podcast out to new new listeners. So, so yeah, this week's Wang, just films, right? Just 90s films. But they've got to be, like, music-related. So we've got the idea, because I talked about singles the other week, also, right. this is when we were off mic, um, Neil did this quote from Human Traffic. Oh, that's my brother. Neither of you got it, did you? And neither of us got no. it. So, yeah. They made me think that I was a bit, I was an idiot. Like, you know, obviously no one knows that. But I posted something from Human Traffic in the group and someone quoted that back in the comments section. So, up yours, motherfuckers. 
Yeah, no, you were right. You were right. Um, so we thought we'd do a music-related 90s movies wang, but not documentaries. Uh, obviously, every film's got music in, so we can't just do every film. Yeah. But, so it's got to have some sort of, you know, link to music or a soundtrack that, that's important. Yeah. Let's crack on then, shall we? I'm going to kick off 1990. We had Cry Baby. Oh, Johnny man, that's, that's on my list. I, I haven't <laughs> got go. a long list and that's on it. I, I love Cry Baby. The soundtrack is all kind of 50s stuff because it's set in the 50s, but it's got, it's, got, it's got Iggy Pop in it, man. What more do you want? That's as that's rock and roll as it gets. Yeah, man. Uh, it's good. I remember all the girls that we used to hang around with loved that film because it was obviously Johnny Depp. Ricky Lake. Yeah, Ricky Lake's in it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. In it. So also in 1990, we had the release of Days of Thunder. Uh, and oh. I'm going to, because of the Maria McKee song, I'm, I'm putting that in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that was a global hit. It's a good song. I don't know, man, but I mean, the link, the links. I said it's tenuous. <clears throat> yeah, Some of them are more tenuous than films. No, no, I haven't got that many. It's all right. All right. 1990, we also had Pump Up the Volume, which is a great Oh, was that 1990? Yeah, about the pirate radio station. It's a brilliant film. Yeah. And he's got some great tunes in there. He plays um, the Descendants uh, track. Yeah. Um, A really fast one. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Der Weiner Schnitzel. That's Der Weiner Schnitzel. I think that's the uh, the name of the track. Camper Van Beethoven, he plays in that. Oh, it's great. Loads of good music. Can you remember his... The name of his um, character that that he when he's when he's on the radio, Happy Harry Hardon. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, it. it is. Well done. <laughs> Dave really wanted to say that, and you nicked it out of his out of his hat. Sorry, I'm glad I didn't have to oh, say it. So I didn't how can it. you forget? Yeah, it's, just, it's fucking great that film. I found uh, a pod, an American couple of guys, a bit like you two, I suppose, in America doing films, and they had an episode on Pump Up the Volume. Right. How they like us? It's two guys doing a podcast with very limited knowledge of their of their subjects. Yeah, no, they actually they knew a lot. Right, so they're not like us. <laughs> <laughs> I just sort of give it a plug because it, it. I thought I just found it randomly. It was good. It was What's the name of the podcast? Film Shake. Film Shake. Film Shake. Film shake. Right. And they're doing nineties films. We're doing nineties bands. Christian Slater was so fucking cool at that time, right? He was yeah. good. Uh, but the film's really good. I remember it. I, I think we all watched it together around Joe's house. Yeah, that's when I watched it. Yeah. Uh, One of our first sort of hanging out with with girls and stuff. That was. <laughs> two more from 1990 I want to mention. One, first, Young Guns 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, how did I miss that one? Bon Jovi? Was it just John Bon Jovi by himself? Um, yes, it was. It was. It was, it it was right. in between in between Bon Jovi albums. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. It was when he was getting his new hair sorted. It was in between. Blaze of Glory, man! What a tune! And what a film! And all the girls liked Balthazar Getty, didn't they? The, the, the young yeah. lad. Go on. What's the quote, famous quote from that film, Dave? Can't remember. Luke. Regulators. <laughs> Is that it? No, that's not it. <laughs> no. No, you who I'll make you famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I use that a lot. I use that a lot. Oh, and one more, one more. Very music on. related. Uh, well, the first uh, house party. Oh, yeah, good one, yeah. Kid and Play. Oh, good man, song. that's one of the greatest trilogies oh. ever made, man. Pa- don't, house Party 2, Pajama Jammy. I don't know when it came out, but that was even better. 
You little bastard. <laughs> Name a better trilogy. You can't, can you? All right, go on in. Move on. 91. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so In Bed With Madonna. Dave brought this up the other week, didn't you? Uh, what's his name in it? Robin Hood. And she's rude about him behind his back. Who? Kevin Costner. Kevin oh, Kevin Costner. Costner. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Neil Costner. Yeah, so that was out. Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, of it's course. good, that. Yeah, it's all right. right. I'm not a big Madonna sort of fan, really. But also in that year, we had The Doors, which is probably one of the best... Oh, good one. I didn't even think of The Doors. Best uh, biographical films ever written. Oh, it's a big one for us, wasn't it, The Doors? Yeah, it was, a, it was huge. And right at the right time, you know, we were teenagers looking for our identity and music to listen to. You love The Doors anyway. I, I never got into The Doors, but I love that film. Yeah, still listen to The Doors. Yeah. I think when people think of The Doors, now they just think of Val Kilmer in The Doors because he was more yeah. Jim Morrison than Jim Morrison. Yeah, that's, that's right. He was very yeah. good in that. Very Why do you like it so much, Dave? You claimed it's one of your favourite films. Just just the feeling of it and... Um... What does that mean? When he's doing all the acid in the desert and stuff. Oh, yeah, cool. man, the lizard I just, king. I just, just thought it was very cool at the time. You're probably off your head, weren't you, when you're watching it? Hey. No hey. comment on that. No comment. <laughs> but Oliver Stone, you know, he's a bit of a hero as well. Yeah. Yeah, at that time, man, he was super cool, right? Are we calling them movies or films? Let's get this straight films. because that really annoys me. You said movies. You've been Americanized without even realizing. I probably it. have a bit. I probably have a bit, to be fair. It's films. Uh, or if you're in America, it's movies. But Boys in the Hood, 1999. Uh, it's on my list as well. Yeah. That's a great film as well, isn't it? Ice Cube, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He's good in that, isn't he? I mm. like it when they're all sitting there with their bottles in the paper bags. Yeah. It's a really powerful film, man. It's great. Yeah. It's got Lawrence Fishburne in it, isn't it? Do you think it, long ago some of his ancestors just like burnt a fish once by accident? <laughs> <laughs> everyone like, kind of like really ripped the piss out of him and the name stuck. It's just is, over a fire. I don't know. Like you know, like your lighthouse family thing, right? And we take the piss out of you for the, for the next 30 years. That's probably what happened. He just burnt a fish by mistake and it just stuck forever and it got passed down to the generation. Or whenever he cooked fish, he was, he was notorious for burning them. <laughs> I'd like to think it just happened once and it just stuck with him and he couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> get oh, yeah, like, like when people get that nickname and it just sticks with them throughout their whole Yeah, life. yeah, I'd like to think that's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> commitments, I fucking hate it. I hate Ooh, it. Oh, was, was that 91? Why do you hate commitments, man? Oh, it's just shit, isn't it? It's so shit. I hate it. Why? I just hate, hate that sort of music. I hate it. Ah, really right, it. right, right, right. Makes you feel ill. Mate, I'm sure a lot of the listeners will like the commitment. I know, yeah. I know. I know, it's subjective, isn't it? Music is. Commitments, it's a band, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. And it's about a sweaty, the band. Sweaty bloke singing. Yeah, he had a bit of a career, didn't he, after that? Anyway, I just didn't... It's not my thing. But mm. it was a big film. Mm. It was a big film. There's no, no doubt yeah. about it. My Girl was also out in 1991. Oh, wow. Well, we went to the cinema to watch that, didn't we? We did, and we went ice skating afterwards. It's really yeah, we innocent. We didn't go ice skating. What? We did not go ice skating. 
Yes, we fucking did. I remember it vividly. That rink closed down in the 80s. No, no. The one in Brighton? Yeah. I think it was me and Chloe or no. someone got told off for holding hands around the ice rink. The only time, <laughs> the only time I bunked off school, I went ice skating at that rink in Brighton. So it's, it's definitely didn't close down in the 80s. And that was in the sixth form. That's the only time I bunked off. It's not the only time you bunked off because you bunked off once when we, with me and we didn't go ice skating. Where'd you go? I'm glad we didn't. That would have been weird. <laughs> what if you've been holding hands? Nothing wrong with a couple of blokes going ice skating together. What's wrong with you? When, when did we bunk off? I think it was it was uh, sports day, and that's why Neil didn't because he was in it. Oh, he was actually was in an event. Eight hundred metres yeah. champion at the time. I mean, champion stretching it, but yeah, go on, Dave. Because well, I remember that because that's when the, that was the first time I smoked. Right. Can you get trouble for, trouble for bunking off now? Wow, I don't see why not. Can they backdate it? Do you remember? Do you remember your first cigarette? Yeah, it was then. Was it a Berkeley Blue Silk Cut? Was it a Silk Cut? Oh. It would have been. I was on the Silk Cut silk then. Slut. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I held out quite a long time, but uh, you then did, gave didn't in. you? Yeah, yeah. Because with the Silk Cut, you could lick lick the things and stick it together to get a better better hit, couldn't you? Yeah, it had little holes in the filter. Yeah, didn't so it? you could you could lick huh. those and, and and push the filter together to get a hit of a full strength cig. So it's less filtered, you mean? Bit pointless though, doing that, isn't it? I just buy a stronger cigarette. Yeah, yeah, silk cut was never enough of a hit hit for me. Didn't touch the sides. Yeah, my girl. Obviously, that song was a big hit in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah. good film, though. Him. Good, good film. Sad. Coming of age film, isn't it? He got he fucking got stung, didn't he? He got stung to death. Stung to death. <laughs> made me terrified of Wasp, man. I still am. I'm still scared <laughs> yeah. of him. I think it's from that film. He got a fucking buzz to death, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and then all this rumour went round. If you got stung by like six wasps, it's enough to kill you. And I was like, really? And I, I believed it. Probably would kill you because you're small, so... The, the the sting would be more potent. Yeah. Do you remember that um, gave me a fear of them? And then I finally got over my fear. So, well, do you remember that summer I was working for your dad, Neil, as, as a gardener? Oh, yeah. During yeah. that summer, because there were so many wasps around, you can't avoid them. So I got, uh, well, I got over my fear until the very end of the summer. I was mowing outside this old people's home. And uh, a wasp <laughs> got into like, went into my collar, into the shoulder and stung me right on the shoulder. And it was fucking agony, man. It hurt like worse than I'd remembered. And it made me scared all over again. I'm still scared of them. Can I tell you my wasp story? Come on, Dave. Tell us your wasp story. Well, when I was living in... London with a friend we had a wasp nest above above the bathroom yeah but we're just just too lazy to do anything about it That's and every scary. every morning there were just it was just full of wasps in the bathroom and you just had a bath in there with wasps flying around no it was about in the above the bath. bathed in wasps mm. no I didn't bathe in them but they were in there <laughs> and I was stung at least once a day no, that's oh, exaggerated. God. Once a Why week. Didn't you... <laughs> Why didn't you get rid of it? Get rid of it. Call the well, eventually we did. You know what you're like when you're young. You just people are just lazy. They can't be bothered to do anything. So they were just there for weeks. It's something else to fucking consume, isn't it? Some fucking wasp venom. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think it's implying that I'm using wasp venom as a 
an illicit substance. Oh, right. Sure. sure. Yeah. So uh, Robin Hood came out that year as well. Oh, so glad you mentioned it. Like when we were planning this, you said I wasn't allowed Robin Hood. Oh, well, I've mentioned it now, so <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I don't think we said that anyway. Don't make out like we're trying to ban you from talking about Robin Hood. Well, because it was too, the link was too tenuous, so it was, I thought it was out of bounds. Well, this one had to be in it, didn't it? Because it had the, the record-breaking song, didn't it? Yeah, so, that's true. That's true. Mm. That song was everywhere, wasn't it, for a long fucking time. It, 1992 is a good year, actually. Wayne's World. That's on mine at least, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good one, yeah. I didn't think of Wayne's World. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It Have you seen it recently? It's good, I watched it last year. It was really funny. Let's go into it. So you got Queen, Queen. Chili Peppers, Jimi Hendrix, of course, Foxy Lady, and um, you got um, Tia Carrera doing the Ballroom Blitz out of suite, which is just great. There's a lot of of sort Mm. of iconic moments in that film, isn't it? Yeah, the Foxy... In the with the jukebox bit, yeah. There's the yeah. the bit in the car to Queen, and uh, but did it spring from like a TV uh, skit? Yeah, yeah, from Saturday Night Live. But also in that year, we had Free Jack, and I've just put it in there because it's because <laughs> it's got Mick Jagger in it. <laughs> That's right, and Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Emilio <laughs> yeah, Estevez is is all over this, right? He's a young guns too. Yeah. Free Jack is bad, isn't it? We did we go to the cinema to watch it? Yeah, yeah. It's a terrible film and it's the work on some of the worst acting ever in any but that's what makes it so good. Mick Jagger's terrible. And then I've got a couple that I have to mention, but I hate them, so we don't need to talk about it. Don't really. do it. It's, well, Sister Act was nineteen ninety two. Ah, I mean it's got music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very music orientated. But a lot of did really really like that film, so Dave, do you, you I bet know. you like Sister Act, don't you? Never seen it. I like Sister I, Act I really too. like Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg I like, but I haven't seen Sister Act. I think it's a, it's it's, a lot of people like it. There's a hamburger shop in Tokyo called Whoopi Goldberger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reservoir Dogs was out in 1992. What's the big song from that? Stuck in the Middle with You, I guess. It's one of those films that everyone sort of bought the soundtrack CD, didn't they? Because they... You know, it was a, one of those, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool though. It was cool. I, I fainted in the cinema. <laughs> Why? Because of the ear. No, no, it was the scene at the start when he's in the car with all the blood. I just don't like. I'm not very good with blood. And you fainted. <laughs> when did you come to? <laughs> in the aisle, I collapsed. That's like a joke. People <laughs> fainting at. Like a gruesome film. Oh, mate, my my son fainted after he was bitten by his hamster. He was terrified. <laughs> Rinsing his finger in the bathroom and suddenly his face just went really weird and he just fell over. Yeah, that's what I did. In the, mi- in the middle of the eye. From the sight of blood. I didn't realise what had happened for a while. I just thought he'd dropped down dead. We head on to 1993 then, shall we? Uh, Menace to Society was out in 1993. What's that? Don't know. Well, there were a lot of kind of uh, hip-hop-based films around at this time, right? Like Spike Lee was uh, in his golden period. Um, Do the Right Thing was 89. And then, um, yeah, Boys in the Hood, 91. So, yeah, all of these kind of films were going on. They were they were good. 
Then there was a parody, wasn't there? Don't be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. Did oh, you see that? I get it. Yeah. No. Yeah. That was Is a it parody. shit? No, it's good. It's good. It's funny. That's all I got for 93, unless anyone else has got anything else. No. Well, there weren't any films, were there? No, no complete nothing. dead year. Carry on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Judgment Night. Oh, was that 93? Possibly the greatest soundtrack uh, of the 90s. In terms of films, right? But it's supposed to be a really shit film. I've never seen it. No one's ever watched never the seen, film. But again, Emilio Estevez is popping up again. <laughs> Young Guns 2, Free Jack. Judgment Night's one of those things where everyone loves the soundtrack, but no one's ever watched the film. But they basically paired like indie alternative acts with like hip hop dudes, right? De La Soul and Teenage Fan Club. Fatal, I don't know who Fatal is. Uh, Fatal and Therapy. Yeah, some great stuff here. The other funk Homo Sapien and Dinosaur Junior, Ice T and Slayer, Booyah Tribe and Faith No More. And it's, it's a great, it's a great album, right? But also in '94 was Backbeat, the Stu Sutcliffe story. Which oh, was, 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 that, was that that long ago? That's a really good film. Mm. Yeah, we went to see that at the cinema. And if it weren't for that film, that lyric wouldn't have been in Wonderwall, would it? He wouldn't have thought of it. Backbeat, the word was on the so. Yeah. Maybe. He just copied the title of that film, didn't he? So that just wouldn't have been in his head when he was writing that song. I can't remember who was the actor who played Stu Sutcliffe. I can't remember. Stephen Dorff. Yeah, it was Stephen Dorff, yeah. Also in 1994, The Crow was out. That had a, a, the, the soundtrack to that was pretty big, wasn't it? Like everyone. Yeah. Go on, who was on the soundtrack? Nine Inch Nails. The Cure were on there. I think Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop might have been on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good soundtrack. I watched that recently. It's and good, was isn't it? Quite disappointed by it. Oh, <laughs> I, re- I liked it at the time. But you watch it, the effects, really shit. The effects, pretty shit. It's, the, it's dated. The hand where it seals up looks terrible. That's the bit that he died yeah. in. You know that scene. I was going to say, yeah, didn't, yeah. He die, didn't yeah. Brandon Lee die on that film? Yeah, it's that scene where yeah. he shoots him through the hand. Is where he dies. You've got Crow's T-shirt on. I was going to say, I like the band Crow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Crow's. Like Shout crows, out to Crow's. Counting Crow's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> says counting on the back. Loves August, August and Everything After is one of his favourite albums. No, it's yeah, one, of my, one of my favourite contemporary bands Crow's are, so shout out to those lads. There you go. Surely 94. Natural Born Killers. Best film ever. Not that. Natural. Well, what then? Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, Pulp Fiction, yeah. Well, let's talk about Natural Born Killers. So, again, that was like the film everyone, ha- you had to see, right? You had to see it. It was it's like, really, it was yeah. banned, wasn't it? It's banned, so it yeah, became like it felt a dangerous, didn't it? It felt... Yeah, I went to mm, see that cinema three man. times, I think. And then I bought it off, man. I bought it on VHS of some dorsey geezer in London. That's true. It's a great it was film. Good though, wasn't it? Great film. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is brilliant in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a really good film. I love it. So Trent Reznor did the music. Well, not the music, like score, like he does. He did the. He was responsible for compiling it. Yeah, yeah he was. He did, he did that, and uh, it, but there are some Nine Inch Nail tracks in there as well. Yeah. Also, I mean, the the, the kind of the the only one of the only scenes I still remember is the one with with the L Seven shit list 
in it and there. Yeah, shit, this. Oh right. man, it just works so well in that in that scene where they just start killing. That's people. where they shoot. So they good. go mad in that mad in the in the uh, American diner, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Isn't I think it? so. Yeah, so good. Oh, it's got Doctor Trey, James Addiction, loads of good stuff on that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And then Pulp Fiction around a similar time, I guess. But yeah, again, the soundtrack, like Reservoir Dogs, it doesn't have any contemporary songs on it that I can think no, of. No, but that's part of, that was his thing, wasn't it? Well, it still is. Yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. It was I think that thing, was not sure they, um, they were set in that, in the day they were filmed, right? Yeah, but he always had like cool music from like the 60s and 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there was a kind of a weird feel for Pulp Fiction where you don't really know when it is. You know, there's nothing mm. telling you it's in the past, but. No, it doesn't no, really feel mean, like yeah. it's a good film. I prefer that to Reservoir Dogs. I think John Travolta is brilliant. Yeah, I think it's got it's got amazing mm. songs on it though. Um, Son of a Preacher Man, Dusty Springfield on there, right? Let's Stay Together, yeah. Al Green. Um, but he must be the, the, um, the master of using the songs as well. Yeah, he kind of revolutionised the sort of soundtrack, really, didn't he? He was he's he really sort of became part of the films. Yeah, mm. Chuck Berry. You never can tell. Uh, I was trying to remember who did the cover of Girl, You'll Be a Woman soon. It was Urge Overkill. Urge oh, man, Overkill, that was yeah. great, right? He, yeah, he really made a big difference to how music was used in films, wasn't it? After that, everyone wanted to be like Tarantino and, you know, just do like really cool shit with, with music and films, you know? Yeah, soundtracks mm. weren't like a massive thing before that, I don't think. It, they Obviously, every film has a soundtrack, but... It, it it really became the integral part of the film. Yeah, and there was a bit much more of a bigger connection between bands and films, weren't there, after that? Loads of kind of films got like contemporary, like alternative bands and stuff on their soundtracks after that, right? I don't know. I'm not sure about Tarantino myself. I think he's a bit of a what? dick sometimes. but oh, yeah, Of course he's a dick, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think he's quite, um, I watched this documentary, I think he's quite, like they never really deviate from his ideas. He's got very sort of yeah. That's what yeah, I want to yeah. do, and that's what we're doing. And he so also has like super like you know even if like you know you're just like the you're standing in the background looking. He's like he's written like a whole backstory for like every yeah, single yeah, person yeah. that's appearing in the frame. And yeah, his attention but, to detail is like uh, yeah, crazy. yeah. And that was the start of kind of putting dialogue front and center in films. Right, the idea that you're just talking about something that's got absolutely nothing to do with you know, moving the story forward or anything like that. It's just like, just like cool shit to, to say. He kind of started that yeah. as well, which is cool, right? Anything else in 1994? Four weddings and a funeral. I was going to say we're a bit American heavy, so bring it, bring it on. Was that yeah, I'm, only, I'm only bringing that up because it also had that 15 or 16 yeah. week number one. Love is all around. Oh, right. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. right to bring yeah. it up. Sure. Yeah, you're right to bring sure. it up. Yeah, it was a big film. And that, yeah, that song was, well, it's bigger than Brian Adams, wasn't it? I don't think it broke his record, but... I think it did, I think actually. it was 15 weeks, not 60. Brian had 16. I think it was 18. I'm sure the story is that they pulled it off the shelves after they'd broken the record. They took it off the shelves. So that was it. They couldn't... Really? Why would they do that? To be cool? No. Yeah. It's a shit song, though, isn't it? It's really shit. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. It, it was all right <laughs> so for the shit. first two weeks. <laughs> I mean, Brian Adams, it, it was it, it was an all right song. I liked, didn't mind it. It was a bit grating after a while, but it was a good song. But that where, 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 one, it's just shit. No, it's all around. It's just it's shit. It's not good. It's not good. 
1995, Dangerous Minds. Oh, Coolio. Uh, God rest his soul. Gangster's Paradise. I haven't seen that, but is it good? It's shit. It's, of course it's terrible. No, it's not as good. What are you talking I about? I with you on that one. Gritty, isn't it? Yeah, it's so gritty, the white saviour fucking bollocks narrative. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you, yeah. It's ridiculous. Hey, that, that white woman's going to really turn those black kids' life around. It's just fucking almost offensive. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. I do like the song, though. Gangster's Paradise, a great song. 95, Clueless. Ah, have nice. you seen it? Have you seen Clueless? Love I it. haven't seen it. You'd like it. it. I promise you'd like it. It's really good. Teen movie based on the book Emma by Jane Austen. Yeah. It's got Alicia Silverstone in it. And I was thinking, oh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a perv for liking her, but actually she's the same age as us. Why can't you like her? Well, you know, it's, she's like a high school girl in this film. You know, at the time, she's weird. our age. She wasn't playing a high school. I mean, she, she wasn't that age. She was older, is what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got a cracking soundtrack. Yeah, that's the point. I mean, that was when I was watching that and then I heard Change by the Lightning Seeds. I was really excited. Yeah. Because we'd seen the yeah. Lightning Seeds, haven't we, in Brighton? And then yeah. they're in this Hollywood film. For really exciting to, to hear. Also on the Clueless soundtrack, you've got Supergrass. All right, you've yeah. got Radiohead, Fake Plastic Trees, you've got Cracker, you've got the Beastie Boys. It's an amazing Cracker soundtrack. Low. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not low. low, it's a different song. Counting Crows, your favourite, are on there. I don't mind. I like Counting Crows, I do like them. I like Counting Crows, they're brilliant. I might edit your T-shirt to say Counting Crows. I couldn't, that would be the most embarrassing thing if people thought I was wearing a Counting Crows <laughs> Never live that down. Uh, anything else with 1995? Yes, Empire Records. Have you seen it? I, I did see it in my when I was looking up, but I hadn't seen it, so I didn't put it in. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's about this like um, independent record shop that's about to be bought up by like a big chain store. And it's like uh, the whole film is like the yeah. final day, basically. And they're trying to save yeah. it from, from being bought. It's really good. It's got uh, Gin Blossoms on the soundtrack. Uh, Evan, Evan Dando is on there. Edwin Collins. This is a good. It's great. I unashamedly love Jim Blossoms. I think they're fucking great. There you go. Love there it. You go. That jealousy is probably one of my favourite songs of all time. Hey, it's not. It's, that that's not the song that's on it. But yeah, it's um, it's a great great film. They've done. They they had a lot of hits. They had a lot of hits. Uh, they had yeah, at Jim least Blossoms. two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're still going. It's still going. Oh, they... <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, so 96, brassed off. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Shit, isn't it? Oh, it's really good. I bet Dave likes it. Problem I've got with it is it's a bit like The Commitments. All of these British sort of music films, they're all kind of the same, aren't they? All right, underdogs. Um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, all yeah, working yeah. class coal miners or whatever. Brassed off is great. Is it? So is it like yeah. the full Monty, but with brass? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. They all are. You Was that Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Yeah. Looks a bit like Dave, doesn't he? Well, I'll take that, mate. You'll take that, yeah. Uh, which leads me on to Train Spotting, 1996. Train Spotting, one of the nice. 90s films. One of the defining films of our generation, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
had the poster in my room. Everyone did. Oh, that poster. <laughs> Every student. That poster. It came with a CD, a lot, I think. It? It's got to be one of the most used posters in student halls in 1996. Mm. I wonder be, who it? designed it. Oh, they look great, don't they? They look really good. And the soundtrack was so successful, they released a second volume. It's a great film, but the music is... It introduced me to Underworld. I didn't really know much about them before. but mm, I don't think I did, yeah. Born Sleepy. Yeah, I was well into that. Fucking brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I don't even know how you write a song like that. Most songs are formulaic or to a degree. But how do you fucking write something like Born Slippy? Yeah. It's so original, isn't it? Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I just think, I think they said they regretted it, didn't they? The kind of the lager, lager, lager. Everyone thought they were like, no. you know, too too much. Yeah, yeah I guess that, that is the bit there. everyone sings, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the song's much yeah. more than that. It's I a think really it's intelligent a, I think song. It's a parody of that, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. The Atomic cover. Yeah, uh, that's Sleeper. Is it Sleeper? Yeah, yeah that's, that's really good. good. Yeah. Yeah, it helps mile in. one of their best, I think. That's so good. Oh, it's just the perfect, perfect film for all those songs to slot into, wasn't it? I think it was. It's almost as good as Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the film. That. Yeah. yeah, it's got that same sort of weird quality that you can't quite be sure it's set now. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But it was set in the eighties, wasn't it? It was, but it was never really said that it was. No, mm. no. I, but it was. It was like. It's a, that time he's like you know drugs are changing and people are starting taking ecstasy and stuff so you kind of you can mm. kind of okay so we're probably like yeah something like that right but it, yeah, yeah yeah that fucking scene with the baby man that fucking horrible oh fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> why do you have to say <laughs> that horrible. man i was enjoying myself to bring that down well when it's crawling on the ceiling yeah oh, well and the dead hell. one as well that's a yeah yeah there's a lot of taboo subjects in the film, wasn't there? It was, it was, was it a pro-drug or a anti-drug film? It's just a drug film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was great, though, and it really did It did kind of put the debate around drugs front and centre, didn't it? It was um, had a big cultural impact. Have you read the book? No, I haven't read it. I don't read books. Don't read books. It's you one of the read. easiest books you could ever read. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it's not like I... the film. Is it written in Scots? Like I've read other stuff of yeah, it yeah. and it's written in like yeah. Scots vernacular and it takes a while to get into yeah. the rhythm of it, right? Yeah, it does. But you do, obviously, you get into mm. that. But it's quite different plot-wise, but the same feel. The film captured the feel of the book, I thought, well. 1996, anyone else? 1996. Uh, it's a brief mention, but Romeo and Juliet, just for the cardigans. Yeah, I was going to oh, say Oh, no, that. that's fucking brilliant. Is that 96? A cool film, the way it's done, the style of yes. the, the, the styling of it. I thought it was really, really well done. Well, it's great. Yeah, and all the music's modern, isn't it? It's the other, yeah, yeah. The Wanna Dies was on the soundtrack. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Good soundtrack, yeah. didn't it? Have I had um, Doves Cry on it, didn't it? With, with that choir oh, singing, yeah. bloody good. Oh. That was. Yeah, yeah. But the Cardigans' Love Fall was a big one from it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. I watched a documentary this week that someone recommended in a group. And it was a documentary on the Swedish indie scene of the 90s. Have you seen Were you aware of it, Luke? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I I, I just, obviously I heard the Wanna Dies and the Cardigans, but I didn't realise there was a whole scene going on that they came. And I didn't realise that the scene was huge in Japan, apparently. 
like all these Swedish bands became really big in Japan. Popsicles or something like they're called popsicles Mm -hmm. or there's a few others but it's a really good documentary it's a, definitely mm. worth worth a watch can't remember what it's called now i had kent on it remember kent oh of course yeah yeah they're like the swedish oasis so they, man they always swat sung in swedish and then they did two albums where they sung in english they did try the two in english and they thought it's not worth the they're still bigger in sweden do you know what i mean so it just wasn't worth the effort yeah their gig in stockholm was massive like, yeah they're thousands. huge aren't they yeah 97 we had Spice World, which I yes. fucking love that film. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Again, we went to see it together, didn't we? I remember Barry Humphreys was in it. He was some media mogul. No, that was, um, what's his name? That was Richard E. Grant, no? No, Barry Humphreys was. It was Richard Barry E. Grant Humphreys. was the baddie. Barry Humphreys might well have been in it, but he wasn't the main baddie. A good film I though, think. right? Yeah, it's good a great film. like British comedy caper, right? And yeah, obviously Spice Girls, huge at the time. Um, Full Monty, 97. Can leave your yeah, hat the big on. What was the big track, song? You can leave your hat on. Come up and see me. Make me smile. Leave, leave your hat on. on. Yeah. Leave, oh, leave your, your hat, hat on. on. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Sorry. It's kind of re- reinvigorated Tom Jones' career, unfortunately. Right. I bet you hate, you hate working class people, so you don't like it, right? I didn't. I never said that. (laughs) I said, but it's a very formulaic. British films are like that, aren't they? Especially from that period. I think at the time when it was released in America, like when you went into the cinema, they gave you a sheet with like um, like translations on it because Americans couldn't understand like the the British English in it. It's all right, isn't it? It's an all right film. Yeah, I like it. I think it's pretty good. Anything else from 97? Well, Titanic was 97, but it's not oh, a music link, is there? Oh, you're fucking hell, yeah? Of course. Oh, no. Yeah. Celine. It's not really a guitar music, though, is it? Celine Dion walks into a bar. Barman says, why Go the on. long face? <laughs> <laughs> that's really mean. <laughs> that's, Carry on. That's Carry body on. shaming. I apologise, Celine. <laughs> But it is Celine Dion, so it's all right. I don't mind that song. It's a good song. Fuck off. Go on. What do you mean? <laughs> Apologise immediately. It's ridiculous. It's a horrible song. <laughs> forgive him, forgive him. Go on. 98, Armageddon. Armageddon out of here. No, don't want to miss a thing, isn't it? It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, we know. And we know it is Make a joke. Repeat but it. What did you want us to do? <laughs> laugh hysterically and roll around on the floor clutching your sides so I try it again <laughs> yeah no go on no go on Armageddon Armageddon out of here <laughs> I'm Australian on that one for no reason <laughs> I think it was better in Australian <laughs> I think it was yeah. what's the song though don't want to miss a thing oh Aerosmith right it's a huge that's a great song a massive song it's a good song the film's shit, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is, it is that the one with... It's it, which I always get... There was two that were exactly the same. Yeah, the other one is better, there. in my opinion, because you see more carnage from the meteor hit. Deep which impact one's got Bruce Willis in it? Yeah, Deep Impact. Right. That's it. What's Armageddon's with Bruce, Bruce... Armageddon. Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. That was on the other day. I couldn't exactly the same films, aren't they? <laughs> Pretty much. 
No, but Deep Impact is more about the apocalyptic feeling on the earth. But Armageddon is more about the mission to destroy the meteor. Right. America saving the world. But Deep Impact, you see this wave shooting over America and destroying it. It's brilliant. Hey, come on. We might have some American (laughs) listeners. No, no. Almost exclusively American films and music and praised it, man. We're we're all right. Balanced. It's balanced. We've got to balance, man. Yeah. I've got Velvet Goldmine. Oh, right. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Mm. Glam rock. Not a great film. Uh, and The Wedding Singer. Mm. Well, I like The Wedding What's the music singer. link? Yeah, I mean, it's a good, a good well, film. Well, it's got music in it, isn't it? It's, it's got the word singer in it. It's got the word singing. Yeah. I don't think that counts, man. <laughs> and then I found, I found a really random one that I'd never heard of. It's called Still Crazy, and it's a British film. It's got, got Billy Connolly and Jimmy Nail in it. Yeah, they're like escaped convicts, right? No, that's nuns on the run. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably called Train. Nuns on the run. That is good. That is a good film. It is not. (laughs) It is. You dirty bastard. I love it. The whole joke is that there's a a man is dressed as a woman. That's the whole joke. It's (laughs) it's ridiculous. Nothing funny. What more do you want? (laughs) <laughs> something more than that Jimmy Nail was a bona fide pop star right he don't want nobody ain't no else. doubt about that yeah. yeah 1999 Man on the Moon oh what's that like? I haven't seen that the is Andy that Jim Carrey one mm. yeah but it's yeah. Man on the Moon isn't it? that's, and it's that's got the song. REM song right, right. Yeah, that's Man a really good moon. film yeah it's really good yeah, did you watch that documentary on how he was became the character? Oh, I don't know about yeah. that. Playing yeah. up to the cameras, I think, more than anything. He didn't actually become the character, did he? That's no, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's what did you get that as well? Yeah. Yeah. Of course he's not a f he's not him. Do you know what I mean? I hate all that shit. Of course he's not. This sounds intriguing, but I don't know what you're talking about. Well, when he was making that film, it was a big. Th- they've made a documentary about how he actually became Andy Cole. The documentary is called and- Jim and Andy, by the way. Yeah. Ah. And so, in between the takes and that, he was just act like Andy Kaufman. It was a really eccentric bloke, but it just be it just gave him an excuse to be a dick. I'm just pissed everyone yeah, off. Yeah, you can imagine wasn't him doing actually that. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate all that shit. I know there's method acting and that, and it's, you know, I respect all that. But yeah, you don't become someone, do you? That's what method acting is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but in between. <laughs> I don't know. I just anyway, think a it's a good song. It's just bullshit. The main thing is it's a great Ooh. song. Man on the Moon's a good song, yeah. Don't like it. What do you mean? Man What's on the Moon. Man? You like Nuns on the Run, man. <laughs> so. Yeah. I guarantee, Neil, you would like Nuns on the Run. <laughs> Maybe, I'll have it. Okay, go. To close off the decades, I've got human traffic. Neil? Nice one, brother. <laughs> so, I hadn't seen it, and but when you talked about it, what? so this week I watched it. Yeah. Because I've never it's seen it. It's not good, is it? Uh, it was not what I was expecting at all. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I like oh, the music. Especially, I liked uh, little cameos. Carl Cox was in there. Howard Marks. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, it's great. Yeah, no, I loved it. You don't like it, Dave? Well, I have seen it. I don't. I remember very little, but just thinking, oh, this is trying to be train spotting and it's rubbish. Uh, mm, but yeah. maybe I didn't. Maybe yeah. I didn't give it a chance. 
And also that Danny Dyer character. It's just the kind of person I hate. Like the right. like the guy yeah. like the guy in the yeah. restaurant with with vanilla ice from Jesus Jones. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> yeah. It's the same person. Well, he's not. He's just a nice geezer. It's not his fault. He's really he doesn't annoying like, kind of doesn't person. like geezers, does he? They don't like geezers. He doesn't like geezers. He doesn't like geezers. Yeah. No, I liked it. And the music was great. Sorry to any geezers listening. Yeah, I don't think they are the same person. I don't think they are. They're just, you know, he's just a geezer. I understand what you mean about the guy in the restaurant. But Danny Dyer, he's <laughs> safe as ours. Is safe I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to watch it because I just watched a, a trait or a clip from it when he was being that, that geezer. Yeah, no, no, no. He's a nice bloke in it. It's good. I think the way they, they show people on speed and stuff is just really accurate. It's brilliant. And they're all scenes. looking in the mirrors and stuff. So, Fatboy Slim, Orbital, Death in Vegas, uh, Armand Van Helden, Jackknife Lee. Loads of good stuff in there, man. Yeah, it's good. But I just wanted to rib Neil about that the film was about a night out in Cardiff. One day we'll tell the story. We'll tell the story. I'm still yeah. getting home for it. It's still traumatised. Uh, it's too soon, man. Yeah, just give me some yeah, time. Sorry. Yeah. Give me some time. Come on then, Dave. What else you got on your fucking list? On my list, we've covered them all. <laughs> what are you complaining <laughs> what, what about? What are you fucking moaning about then? Yeah, but I didn't know we were going through the whole decade, year by it, year. Why does it matter? Well, I, I wanted to Cry I would have picked it. out something from 99. Why didn't you just pick out something from 99 anyway? I can't remember what was in 99 now. Well, then it's not on your list. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, does it? All right. But before we finish, I've got two that I want to talk about. <laughs> you just wanted the last word. No, no. Just a couple of recommendations that people might not know. Basically. All right. Yeah. No, nice, nice. But they're kind of You're my... You're saying everyone's my... not cool as you. Everyone's yeah. ignorant. So from 94, yeah. half-cocked. So um, my my guy, yeah, uh, Ian Sphenonius, one of my uh, dream dream guests. He was in uh, makeup. Fucking always going on about days. Ian Sphenonius. Is he <laughs> yeah, the guy. Uh, so no, he's in. Uh, he's in the he's in the makeup and uh, Nathan Ulysses. And um, oh. it's a really good. It's like loads of like really like underground American indie bands are in it. Basically, like Slant Six mm. and Polvo and all these people that. A lot of people don't know, but they're kind of super kind yeah. of indie Americans. And it's a really cool story. It's about this, um, these like friends and they, they steal like a band's van and then they, they kind of go on the road and pretend to be like uh, an underground indie band just using the gear that mm. they've stolen. And um, so at the start, they're really shit. And then the more they play, the better they get. And um, it's just a really fun kind of underground yeah, indie sounds film. Quite fun. Yeah, it's great. It sounds good. And Ian's Ian's uh, one of my, one of my favourite people in the world, so it's really good. And the second one I rec- want to recommend from '99. I've, I've even got the DVD. What is it? Look at that! Can't see it. Wild Zero. It's a film with a Japanese film with a Guitar Wolf uh, in it. <laughs> sounds and, awful. Uh, oh man, it's so good. Who's Guitar Wolf? Guitar Wolf, Japan's number one jet rock and roll band. Come on, I've worn the Guitar Wolf t-shirt a couple of times, dude. Um, <laughs> I, like, I like it, Guitar Wolf. Yeah. So basically, um, there's zomb- zombies. Uh, there's like um, Guitar Wolf's number one fan. He's called Ace. Basically, zombies attack and he has to battle them. And then UFOs come as well and 
tried to destroy Mount Fuji and uh, Guitar Wolf have to save the world using only the power of the electric guitar and rock and roll. Uh, it does sound good, to be fair. <laughs> it's so good. It's so is good. There a, is there a film in that concept, a whole film? Yeah, man. Rock and roller versus zombie. Rock and roller versus zombie. That's it, man. One of my favourite <laughs> bands. Great film, 99. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Wild Zero. I have got one, but uh, then I looked up the date and it wasn't 90s, it was 2000. Uh, but worth place. a mention, High Fidelity. Oh, John High Cusack. Fidelity. It's really good. Jack, Jack Black's in it. Cusack. Is he? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite an Anglophile soundtrack. Well, it's based on the British book, isn't it? But set in America. Have you read it? I've read it, yeah. What do you reckon's better, the book or the film? I'd say they're even. Kids from Fame had a song called High Fidelity. They did. I had the seven inch of that. <laughs> I love that. High Fidelity. Go on, sing it. Hi. That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. When I was a kid, I really liked that song. I don't know why. Like, so did I. That's why I mentioned it. That's why I mentioned Good it. Good one, man. Oh, um, again, just missed out on the 90s, 2000, uh, almost famous. Cameron Crowe's oh, kind yeah. of story of a 70s music journalist. They got like a fake band and all of that. Um, that was really good. Yeah, it's good. Is that the one with the young lad? Goes yeah, on tour, yeah. And it's based on his his true his own story, basically. So, yeah. Is that a true story? Started work, yeah. Started working for Rolling Stone when he was like 16 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's, a great, that's really good. Cameron Crowe did singles as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. That's it for this one. I hope you've enjoyed it. Just our little rundown of the uh, 90s films with music in. Uh, please give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel and leave us a comment underneath. Let us know if you've got any films that you remember from the 90s where you love the soundtrack, blah de blah Start a conversation. Let's have a chat. If you're listening, then please do rate and review the podcast so that other people can find it and tell all your mates. Word of mouth is, is the best way for people to really find us. So we'd really appreciate it if you shared it with your friends, share it on your Facebook pages and all that sort of stuff. Luke, be a good one, this mixtape. It'd be like a soundtrack of the soundtracks, wouldn't it? There we go. I'm looking forward to it. I'm already... Um mentally compiling it in my brain so yeah that'd yeah, be a good one yeah. tune in next week new normal services will resume we'll have we'll have an interview on with someone nice so tune in next week for that one that's it for this one dave see you in a minute <laughs>